Boom. What up, y'all? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. I am your host with the most blessings, Lisa. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for caring. Thank you for liking in the YouTube space. I think that. Um, so I appreciate you uh, a lot. <laughs> um, you are you're a big supporter of, of us, and I appreciate that. Um, and I want to thank you guys for being here, rocking with us, my podcast people. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Podcast is growing steadily. Um, and if you've not checked it out, make sure you do so and subscribe because I'm going to have some extra content on the podcast that you won't see on any of the other pages. Just some little tidbits and snippets of things I'm working on. For sure. I've said that before, but I didn't do it, but I will this year. This is my this is my season. <laughs> so, um, so again, welcome to the Brothers of Legacy, uh, where we don't stand out, we stand up, and we're having conversation that is going to move and change our communities. Um, so today I'm probably gonna be rocking by myself for a good portion of this broadcast. That doesn't mean don't leave me. Don't leave me. So make sure you are sharing, make sure you are tagging. Uh, if you're getting the text service, make sure you are uh, sharing that tag, that text service as well. Tell them to text LW into 84576 and they won't miss an episode for themselves. But I guess if they come into this broadcast, they will see that. And I appreciate you guys for being here. Um, and if you're in the YouTube space, uh, one, make sure you are subscribed. Number two, make sure you give me a thumbs up on this broadcast. Um, so you will uh, help the, the algorithm <laughs> of YouTube give me some uh, some play on the trending space and we'll get seen and this message will get out. Um, and what are we talking about today? Uh, like we, we spoke about school to prison pipeline like yesterday, kind of broke down some some backstory um, and the change needed. We're going to talk about the change needed. Um and I know today, um, this this week is kind of going to be in that space. Like I said, I have a guest coming on tomorrow and possibly Thursday, and I'm working on one for Friday. Um, yes, I know, no game Friday because we're going to be really digging into this. Some of these solutions that can help change our communities. Good morning, Miss Deborah. Thank you for being here, um, and I appreciate you guys rocking and hanging with us each and every morning. Uh, in my YouTube space, the uh, LinkedIn space, as well as the Facebook, the Facebook space. Um, but yeah, because a lot of these messages are definitely needed. Um, and sometimes a lot of men aren't discussing this on a regular basis. There are things you can definitely search up, but none that I've seen like this, you know, not saying we're the only or the first, because it's always been others. Nothing is new under the sun, indeed. But right now, we're we're some of the few. All right. So I appreciate you guys for being here. Thank you for being a part of the Brothers of Legacy. Um, and like I said, not asking for money. I'm just asking for shares. Asking you to take two seconds to share this broadcast. All right. And that's it for me asking for the share. <laughs> oh, good. Kick it off. We're going to dig into this conversation. Um, and... We're going to talk about some solutions, some of the, uh, whatchamacallit, what's that thing called? Statistics and things of that nature, what all that means. All right. So, hey, Mama Corey, great morning to you. Thank you for always supporting as well. All right. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and kick this thing off. So, this is your opportunity. One more time to share. All right. We'll be right back. I want to welcome you to the Brothers of Legacy broadcast, where we are changing our community one conversation at, at a time, time. At a every time. day, every day. We are, we are creating, creating the legacy. new legacy. Shake off the car, car, 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 shake off
When you have a real bond, when everyone has, you know, we come in with real expectations. Mm -hmm. it, because this is, uh, we talk, this is covenant. The whole, the whole thing is that we as a people, with our money and time, are often, making this general, making this general possible, often vested in the world. Boom. Welcome back again. All right. Uh, back on the scene, crispy and clean. <laughs> um, hey, good morning, Miss Keita. Good morning, Aunt Sam. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Appreciate you guys for rocking and being with us. If, like I said, if you're in the YouTube space, take half a second to just hit that like. Or if you don't like, give me the dislike. <laughs> don't do that. That, that, mess, that messes me up. <laughs> So, oh, but make sure you are responding. <laughs> All right. Oh, so yeah, like I said, today we're talking about school to prison pipeline and some of the changes needed. So, because it's just moi for now, I'm going to need some of your participations um, to come through and what you guys perceive as the school to prison pipeline. And as we discussed yesterday, kind of as a as a definition of understanding what the school to prison pipeline is, is basically a, a system where in school kids are getting suspended and ultimately arrested for small infractions, which leads to, you know, sometimes yearly suspensions, which leads to dropping out, which leads to criminal activity because of lack of skills or ability to see things forward you know when you're always in trouble i'm in trouble i'm nothing but trouble and it creates a system where now i'm 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 moving into a space that i'm open to do things that are not within the law <laughs> you know it just it creates a it, it creates it creates a space where it's hard to see opportunities it's hard to see my way out it's hard to see anything past my troubles and if you know anything that that I like I do that you find out about if 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 any in the midst of anything happening above 18 or probably at 17 that is felonious or in the felony space now, you know, now opportunities really close up or it becomes more difficult. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a level of personal responsibility, but we know we if you've had the unfortunate opportunity to watch kids, you know, grow up in rough situations that it's hard to see your way out of it. It's, it's challenging to see your way out of it. Um, but it starts with the schools, you know, it starts with um, creating different options when things are, are not working right with the child in the school, you know, other than arrest, you know, and granted there are extreme cases where these things need to take place, but not as a standard. All right. So we're going to kind of dig into that today. Um, and I want you guys' opinion on what's your experience with this. Uh, do you feel like it doesn't fall on the school? It falls more on the parent, and and there is a a parental obligation as well. Um, but does the school? Do you feel like the school supports enough? Doesn't support? Doesn't support enough? You know, let me know your opinion as we we navigate this conversation because you know we are all in this community together. Right. Solutions come when we have these conversations. You know, a lot of the idea of Brothers Legacy is kind of like a live think tank, you know, to come up with new solutions to some of the old problems, <laughs> you know, because let's face it. Some of these things have seemed to escalate or you wonder why is we why are we still dealing with some of the same problems? But um, we have to have these conversations in order to make change happen. You know, you have to conversate, we talk back and forth and someone comes up with an idea that's possible or feasible and then it's applicable to where you live and maybe move national, you know, things that we can do to make our communities better. That's the whole idea. All right. Um, so I was, I was going through some of the, some of the problems or places that people have been pointing to where the situation starts. Right. And there's a, 
a position in schools like that's that's a little lower than police, but above security. And they've called the school resource officers. Now, I think in, in practice, they are there to be the mitigator of students that may be disruptive. But it seems like they, they, for the last couple of years, decades, they have been moving into calling the police uh, more than handling the situation within the school. And it's based on statistics. These are based on some of the videos I've been watching. Um, let me know in the comments what's your experience with school resource officers or called SROs. Um, let me know your experience with them. Uh, hey, good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Good morning. And how, you know, they have, they begin, they're like the the biggest part or, or the biggest culprit they've been blaming for the reasoning, you know, the starting of the school to prison pipeline, because, you know, all it takes, especially as a kid, you know, we talk about speaking great things into you, but if, if you're constantly being told that you're bad or you're going to be nothing or you're not ever going to be productive, you know, and you can't seem to get out of this cycle and no one's showing you a better path or trying to reach you to show you a better path. Because, you know, within our paths, people come, sometimes their approach is just so rough or so direct that it's hard to hear. You know, some of us don't need that. You know, we need we need a little, a nudge. We don't need to be kicked or pushed in a direction because we don't receive it like that. Um, so it's relatability. And, and so with the school resource officers, uh, one of the statistics say kids suspended are 10 times more likely to drop out of school and 10% of males aged 16 through 24 are then incarcerated. Because, you know, once you drop out of school and you're underage, it's maybe difficult to find a job. So, you know, you get into things that produce money that generally, unfortunately, aren't the most legal ways. So now <clears throat> you're in a position where your life can be literally ruined, you know, and and because you're not doing anything, you're not in school, you know, and I think that's one of the biggest things, you know, I've, I've, I've known people that have dropped out and they've not done anything, you know, some have ended up homeless because they've dropped out, you know, and of course, you know, like for the most part, unfortunately, as a parent, it's like when you when you're at a certain age and you're not doing anything or not being productive, it's it's hard to how do we accept your child back into your home or, you know, if they're disruptive and things of that nature. So, you know, of course, that falls back on us. It's like, what do we do? You know, and this is where the potential for your child to get caught up in the system. I think that to me, this is the beginning part of a lot of our situation or a lot of our issues. Um because our children aren't properly engaged. You know what I'm saying? Like we get stuck at this space right here. So to me, like I, I had some steps, like the first step, you know, with kids that just need to be talked to, have a conversation, you know, like the, the minute things that are agitating, you know, because as a child, when you have feelings about certain things and you're not able to, express exactly what you're dealing with then you find other ways to express it it's always it's definitely like kids are the <laughs> are the kings and queens of passive aggressiveness you know because they don't understand like what's going on so they lash out so everything is an issue i don't know no because i'm mad i'm angry you know and i don't know what to do especially as a child because for the most part you have no control of your life outside of yourself you have zero control, you know, wherever you live, wherever you go is, 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 is controlled by other adults. So I'm only controlling, you know, I'm angry what I, what I got control of. Oh yeah. You're going to get, you're going to get the best of best of this anger, you know, because I have no way of expressing and no one's coming to me to ask really how I'm feeling, you know, what am I dealing with? Because a lot of, you know, a lot of it stems from home, community and things that you're you're facing and no one really gets to the crux of, of the issue. And from that, this is what messes folks up in school, because, you know, when you're distracted, when your mind's on other things, when you have a hard time processing something, 
it's hard to concentrate in school. And I don't know about anybody else. My struggle, I don't, I didn't need any distractions. <laughs> like school was a struggle for me. I know folks that can sleep for get get one hour worth of sleep, hang out, and still kill it on test, you know, and do well in school without hardly concentrating. I I needed I needed 110% of my focus. You know, it just unfortunately I it didn't <laughs> come natural for me. So, you know, it it takes being in that space where to reach reach the kids. So my first challenge, right? My first challenge to you guys um in your communities or in your groups of people that you know, you know, who do you know that you that may be suffering in school that you can kind of step in or help or talk to, you know, and let me ask you this, do you find it challenging outside of family? Because even in family, but you know, in family, you don't need, I don't care what your mama think. <laughs> you know, like I don't care. I don't care what Jonathan think. Oh, um, <laughs> Do you find it challenging to really engage children, you know, that either aren't biologically yours or connected to you, you know, and what are some of those challenges? Talk back to me. What what are some of the challenges that you find or face when, you know, other kids are in your community that, you know, they just need a good talking to, (laughs) you know, I know. We, we black folks, we know, we feel like they need a little more than talking to, but you know, sometimes it just need to be heard. Cause I've, I've, I've known kids that just, they just could yell that, yell that, yell that, yell that. Like, I ain't never heard you, hear you talk to them. <laughs> you never have a conversation for a moment, just a moment, <laughs> you know, like ask, you know, I know we always that why'd you do it? But like, you know, what's going on? Like, what's your feelings? What's, What's you digging into? And I and and trust me, I get when it comes to kids and feelings. And if they find any level of manipulation, then you know they all in it's kids. That's what they do. <laughs> any level of like, oh, I can manipulate this situation with my feelings. You know, <laughs> they all in. So I I get that part. But do you feel like the kids in your community? Do you speak to them more? Do you talk to them more? You know. Is it one of those situations where it's you feel like it's hard to either because of the parent or because of you feel like the child is so far gone? You know, because for my in my opinion, like a a bad child is is a result of not enough love and consistency in their life, you know, not enough attachment. And and when the child gets hard, it, it takes a lot to get to them. It takes a lot, you know. Unless you're you're in a space where you're doing something that they're interested in and they want to know about, you know, so now you have an end because they have a certain respect for you. Because that's that's huge when a child respects you, you know, it's 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 an opening for you to really reach them. You know, it's challenging to reach a child when not that they don't respect you, but you just you're just one of those adults. You know, you just one of them. You're nothing special. (laughs) You know, like you just you just trying to tell me what to do, you know. So let me know, guys, what is, what is your your some of your challenges? Um, do you find it challenging to connect with kids that are have behavioral issues? Um, and and what what did you do to overcome or do you not mess with it because you feel like you're not making a difference? I've been there like that far, like. Should I should I even try? Because will it make a difference? You know, and you want to you want them to change. You don't want them to get in trouble. You know, some of the path that they're on. Um, But how do you step in? How do you change that situation? All right. So so let that marinate. I know it takes a delay. So let that sit. Um, Secondly, you know, moving from the kids into teens now, teens seem like it's 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 worse or for to be grammatically incorrect, worser, <laughs> worser than um, the kids, you know, because teens now, whatever they've grown up as kids, they, you know, and, and when I mean kids like child, adolescent, um, now we're talking about teenagers, you know, they have solidified their behaviors. They have solidified their thought process. They are, I'm right, <laughs> you know, I know, you know, you get into, I know everything, I'm right, 
and I'm solidified in my attitude, my thoughts of life and the things that I feel like um, this is this is just life. This is what life is. And I got to have this attitude in order to survive, you know, and it's it's a lot of times it's not it's still not totally their fault because of how they grew up, what they raised and not being able to deal with certain situations, certain feelings, how to process you know, a lot of our, our community, we're, we're finally getting into processing feelings and what we're dealing with. But historically, it's been a challenge in a lot of households. I know some have navigated, but a lot, especially mine, you know, we didn't deal in feelings like that. So I kind of had to find ways to process, ways to find outlets. Um, and so moving into that, that teen is like the most challenging because I'm, I'm stuck there. I'm like stuck in a space. I'm stuck in a in a spot where um, I'm I'm listening. I'm taking in, possibly, <laughs> you know, like you know, yeah, I hate, I hate, you know, and it's kind of got to be. It's like you gotta till the ground over and over again, till it, till it. Prayerfully, it sticks. You know, you're in the, you're in a prayer mode because you know I think with kids you see results a little quicker. <laughs> you see mood change a lot quicker. You know. <laughs> With teens, it's kind of like, you know, they got to process it. They got to sit on it. They got to get confirmation. <laughs> you know, they have to hear it a, a bunch of times. But it is it is possible to be stuck in that teen space, you know, because like I said, you get, um, so it gets, it, it's, it's like you've been living on this thing. You know, you get, your heart gets hardened, you know, because now what may be an opinion to me is my truth. You know, my reality is now, you know, all that I thought is, is all that I know, you know, so this is, I'm stuck in this space. So now you have to completely kind of shift my reality or shift my thought process. And honestly, this spills into my third one, but this is where things really begin to solidify, you know, this, especially whatever neighborhood I live in whatever people I'm around, you know, these people kind of validate what I'm feeling. You understand what I'm saying? And if no one's reaching out or reaching in, you know, I begin to become this thing that ultimately can send me to jail, you know, because I have this, I got to do what I got to do mentality and no one's trying to correct that. You know, sometimes we grow up in communities where you stay in that space where I'm, I got to do what I got to do mentality, which means whatever it takes to become, um, whatever it takes to do, whatever it takes to provide. And as, as well and good as that sometimes may sound, it's not a good path to be on. You know, then we lose our life. We lose, you know, our purpose. What's your purpose and what, what impact are you trying to have? And these are the the focuses we all need to have. And this is what makes us great people. But when you're caught up in a system, when you're caught up in the space where you're trying to dig your way out, you're trying to get out the fastest way possible. And what are some of the fastest way possible? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's the, you know, the, the, the quickest path to getting out is always the hustle. And generally that's the illegal hustles, you know, because they're, they're, they're legal hustles, but, is the illegal ones that get you out there faster, you know? So those are the, the processes, you know, as a kid, like I said, you, you're not living that reality. It's kind of what you think, you know, you know, when you become a teen, it's kind of like, this is what I know. This is my reality. And then when you, you know, when you're moved into an adult, now it's like, there ain't nothing better. There ain't nothing out here. Um, and if I come up with excuse, I'm being held down by a man, I'm being held down because there's no opportunities. You know, it's that mindset. And I know sometimes we hear it like, man, why do you think like that? But you realize this is kind of my track. You know, when I was a kid, I was I was treated like a thug. <laughs> no one talked to me. No one. No one asked how I was feeling. I just was people just reacted to what I did. No one was proactive. And, and uh, navigating my reactions or mitigating my reactions to things or how I felt. 
And then I wasn't talked to. Then a team, I wasn't mentored to. You know, I wasn't taught that what I see perceive as a reality is not is not true. It's skewed. It's kind of jacked up. You know, and now as an adult, this is what I know. This is how I live. So now as an adult, I need to be motivated to move out of that space, to move into a space where there's clarity, where there's change, where there's solution, where there's opportunity, you know, and I think we've missed that a lot of time. We, we point and we judge, but we never have the conversation. You know, we never realize what is holding some of our men back and our women. What's holding us back? A lot of people are really, I mean, like you talk to them, they're stuck in a space and they can't move forward. And honestly, like this is schooling, you know, this is parenting, this is community. But because, you know, school gets the biggest blame for it, because if you really think about it, it's kind of like when you're an adult with work, your kids spend more time in school than they really spend with you. And and with that, having to, from school to prison pipeline, you know, like if the kids aren't talked to, teens aren't mentored, and adults aren't motivated, see what we have. We have another person in the system committing felonies because it's just generally a graduation. You know, if you if you ain't crime enough, no room usually stays petty. <laughs> you know, if I'm in and out. It's like I got to make bigger money. So you know, if we if we know how this. The system works, you know, when you get above a certain amount, <laughs> you've you moved up. Oh, oh, you're over 10,000 now. Oh, oh, that's a whole nother. That's a whole, that's no more misdemeanor. That's a felony, you know. So, um, yeah, we're gonna, I'm a, I got pass in the wing coming through. Um, gonna take a quick break, but I just want you guys to think about that. Make sure you share, make sure you make sure you join our text community text LW into 84576 and. We'll be right back after. Let's do this. We ain't done this in a minute. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Bam. Welcome back. <laughs> What's up, Pastor? Happy good day, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, like I said, we're talking about the school to prison pipeline. And uh, before you came on, I talked about some of the phases of, of change that sh- should happen or needs to happen that I realized, um, like with kids, you know, they're not really being talked to. They yelled at, you know, and they are more, more people are reacting to their behavior instead of figuring out what's causing the behavior, you know, what's causing the issue, what's causing the problem. Then I spoke about teens. You know, by the time you become a teen, now your your thought process becomes your reality. Oh, this is just life. This is just how it is. And now you need more mentoring to than just, getting, like, again, being talked to. And then I said, if no one gets you there, now you're moving into adulthood. Now you be, need to be motivated to change your mindset, and to get out and see opportunities and see, nah, man, the man's not holding you down. It's, it's, you just need to do something a little different, <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> I mean, I, I could imagine it's easy if this has just been my track, you know, and then the people I hang around who have the same mindset because, you know, my team, now I'm around the same people with the same jacked up mindset because that's what brings us together because we just like, Man, ain't no opportunities out here. We just got to do what we got to do. <laughs> you know, got to get by, you know. And all of us go into adulthood, like, you know, we still got to do what we got to do to get by. Like, there's no opportunity. We got felony. We can't get no job. can't get no opportunity. What are we going to do? You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, so I want to ask you, in your experience, like, 
how do you let's let's start with the kid level like when you see it you know like and i'm not saying you see somebody oh they might be a lifetime criminal you know they just they just got some behaviors that you just like this ain't going a good track if you you can't stay this way man this is just it's going to escalate how do you how do you at least break the mold at the kid level you know when you see a certain behavior and it, it doesn't even have to be big it's just you find a little level of disrespect, especially like the parents are struggling. You know, you can kind of see it. Um, what are some of your ways that you kind of do break in, you know, break into that? Or how do you connect? I think it just depends on the the scenario, right? Because right. if it's just, if, if I'm just passing through, right, if I don't have the ability to stick around yeah. and work yeah. with the child, there's really not much you can do right you know you pray and i'm pretty upfront with with young people because i believe in being being firm right you know uh when i when i see children cutting up i'm like you might do that but not here not in front of me <laughs> right right you know right. um and i think it's just the way you you carry yourself because i don't i don't i've never had a real i mean i've only had a couple of incidents where you know, a child tried to raise up on me. Right. You know, right. and I tell them, I say the difference between you and I is I'm willing to die. Right. <laughs> right. 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 You right. Know, right. That's and and that, you know, and it makes them think. It makes them stop and think. <laughs> right. You know, a lot of y'all are, are ready to kill, are willing to kill, but you ain't ready to die. die. Right. You know, right. Uh, so, so that, so I, and, and again, it just separates adulthood from childhood. Yeah. It lets them know you're, you're a child, you're talking to somebody grown. Right. So that's what I do in a situation where I don't have long term opportunity with right. the child. Right. If I have long term opportunity with the child, then I try to find out where the parents are. Right. You know, because like being in, in ministry, you know, if, if a child is at church, then I have access to the parents. Yeah. You know, uh, if it's school, if, if if my children are hanging out with somebody that I think is kind of rowdy, I can like, is this a real friend? I need to know where they come from. Who are their parents? Right. You have access. Right. You can yeah. see the background. So you have yeah. an opportunity to, to work uh, in those areas. So I think it's it's important that you recognize whether this is short term or long term, how much can you actually get accomplished? Right. You know. Um, and understand the background, but I think the perspective of an individual is 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 relative because I could feel a certain way at 25, having not raised any children, mm. but having adult children now, I recognize, man, you so much can happen. You have no idea right. what a child is dealing with until they're at an age where they're comfortable enough to share it with you. So right. I've learned to to look beyond a child's behavior and recognize that there's something deeper that could be driving that. Right. You know, yeah, so there's a difference between breaking a glass and being destructive. Right. 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 That's good. That's good. So let me ask. So so we, we get the kid part. We get the team because I, I hear what you're saying, because sometimes like there are moments you're somewhere and the child is just like a little, you know, out of control. But it's like, what's my exposure to him? I guess it's it's more or less what how can I help? in the moment maybe you know but you know it's not a long-term thing like because I've, I've you know there are times i've been places and i'm like hey hey son get the door for your mom you know like do you like little little stuff like hey you know help your mother out you know like i, I, I like i do lift at times and there's a kid i'm like yo grab grab some bags <laughs> you know like you know and and just to kind of try to be there as a, a small just dropping seeds you know but there's not, you know, like I said, this our encounter right are, are is short, but you try to have as much impact as you can. It's the the longer term, like in ministry, you know, when they're in the same church and you see them Sunday after Sunday, you're just like, all right, we need to try to see what we can do to <laughs> to help mitigate, you know, this behavior, and hopefully they become better, you know, in the situation. Um, but how do you? So let's moving out of the kids because they're a little easier. <laughs> you know, I, you can raise up on them. When I'm a grown man, I got this mindset. Oh, oh it's you know, pass ain't nothing out here, pastor. <laughs> I got, I got four felonies. 
<laughs> you know, like, like, like I was it in California, I got one strike and I'm going away for life. You know, like, how do you, how do you mitigate like the mindset when, when someone's in that space, you know, like I've, I've kind that. of been there. Huh? You could answer that because you think about our relationship, you know, yeah. I, I'm the same. I, I tell men, like, are you sure you want my input? Right. <laughs> right. 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 Because, I, you know, I'm not going to when I'm dealing with grown men, I'm not going to pull any punches, but I'm yeah. going to let a grown man know. Yeah. Listen, man, this is this is going to be real and raw. Right. You know, if you want to walk with me. But I tell men, you know, hey, I'm I'm open for you taking a walk with me. Right. Right. And, yeah. and if you feel like things are improving because we're walking together. Great. Right. If not then I'll point you in another direction or you can choose another direction and I'll help you get there. Right. If you don't agree with my philosophy, you know, right. but I just ask grown men to take a walk with me. Yeah. And see yeah. if things improve. It's going to right. take time. I said, but you know, I'm, I'm a truth teller. Yeah. Because I used to be a liar. Wow. Right. 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 You know what I mean? So if you're yeah. not prepared for truth, then I'm not the guy you want to deal with and i and i'm straight up with, with growing men because we we just if you if you want to affect change you have to be direct yeah definitely. you know and and it's up to the person to to figure out i mean i know that there are certain people certain personalities that can't receive that direct confrontation mm -hmm. right right so right. i the it's the the approach is the the message is the same but the approach can change Right. If okay. I'm dealing with a direct individual, I'm going to confront them straight up. If mm -hmm. I'm dealing with a passive individual, I'm still going to confront them, but I'm going to use different words. Right. Right. right? Indeed. I'll yeah. use words like, hey, uh, I'm open for us to walk together for a season and see how right. things go. If you right. agree with the right. harder guys, I'm like, are you ready for this? <laughs> right. And if you're really trying to change, because I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not playing, you know, right. Right. don't play with me. Yeah. So that's that's really what it is, because uh, otherwise, because I don't like we're living in a day and age now where. Because of reality TV, because of social media, mm -hmm. you, you can't sweet talk people, you can't sugarcoat. Yeah, true, true. Do you have no time um, for sugarcoating? True. So let me let me ask this and I, I guess I'll, I'll kind of answer my own as a as I ask you, like, you know, do like how much do you how much should you chase right like you deal with somebody you see potential right it's like you know because you always get them hints you get them glimpses you know they, they might get the mic for, for three minutes and he's like, <laughs> like there's something in there <laughs> you know oh <laughs> and and you realize like man like do you do you really know what you got? You know, like you really, you know, um, and they and they veer off. You know, like, like I've, I've I've been trying to have this thing where I don't I don't want my brothers to disappear. If you connect, stay connected. You know, like I you can't never force anybody, but you at least like say hey, so you're still alive, so you're good. You know, if there's been a, a struggle with his drugs or whatever, you haven't gone back. You know, like just 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 stay stay visible, you know, like uh, we may not be as tight because, you know, seasons change, things change, schedules change, feelings change. And, but it's, you know, like how, I don't know, like it was, a, am I my brother's keeper? Should you chase or should you kind of yeah. give him that? And we're praying for you, Richard. I, I see your comment about uh, the test and things like that. I, it is not in my nature to chase all right personality this doesn't right. i've never i told you i'm the, i never wrote letters i just yeah, told yeah, you yeah. yes yes you know? yes so yes. it's just not in my nature right to chase track down i've never right. done it won't do right. it but i also think that it depends on how you come together if if right if i see you as a mentor mm. then i should be reaching out to you yeah. with questions true if you if you if if you and I are introduced and you're looking to me for support, right? And I say and I tell you I'm available, right? 
you should be reaching out to me. Right. It shouldn't be, well, you never called me. I didn't ask you for help. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that one. You're right, 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 right. But right. that's the problem. Right. That's the issue. Well, pastor don't never call to check up on me. <laughs> I didn't know anything was wrong. Right. 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 When that's something's true. wrong, you should that's call true. me. Right. If something is up. Right. Well, you should discern. <laughs> well, at first, our spirits have to be knitted together. That's true, too. And in order for our spirits to be knitted together, you got to be at yeah. the altar with me. We got to pray, yeah. study, right, worship, fellowship in order to be knitted together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a lot of people miss that stuff. And so they go off and they get in trouble. Right. Right. And yeah. and then the shame of the trouble will keep them from reaching out. Yes. And that then too. the explosion happens. And then <laughs> right. you reach out. Of course. And it's all about bail money. You know, I was about to say, now, nah, Pastor, I'm uh, I'm locked up. Can you, uh, can, can you give me? Or it, I mean, or right. it, you know, it could be bail right. money or bill money. Right, with that too. You know, that too. But I, I, I treat too. like I, I say to my children, you knew that bill was coming up a month ago. <laughs> you could have called me when it was twenty dollars, and now it's five hundred dollars. <laughs> right, right, right. So right. you know, right. those are the things, and and so I, I feel like you know, one of the lessons we have to learn is and and it's it's one of the hardest lessons for me is when you are struggling with something get some help yeah that's yeah. if if i if i want to teach a child if i want to teach an adult i mean whatever it is i want to encourage them listen if you're struggling with something get some help talk to yeah. somebody yeah you know but but make sure and like one thing i say to people is uh I, I treat every relationship like vegas what happens here stays here what's spoken here right. stays here you know right. i don't care how far how long i've got guys who came to church or I've met and they just dropped off the face of the earth. Right. And they right. called me a year later. And I'm like, hey, and I act like it was just yesterday. <laughs> hey, what's up, bro? Yeah. And and that's the one thing that I right. that I'm always going to be is available. Right. That's right. the thing that I've learned. It doesn't matter how long it's been since we've talked. Right. You know, I, I was a I was the best man at, at someone's wedding. Um best man right. and and we never hung out right but i was wow. best man because of how he felt about me and my presence in his life you know we never we never hung out right never wow right nice. so i reckon so i learned that there are certain people who view you right in a way that you may not see them right but you have to respect it and appreciate the value that you bring to somebody's life. Right. So when you can do that, I think that um, time is never a factor. Mm. Okay. You know, just be Definitely. available. I, I, people say it all the time. The best ability is availability. So I think yeah. what keeps people from getting in deep trouble is that they know that no matter what happens, I do have somebody that I can call. That's not going to judge me. Yeah. You're not going to spend yeah. 10 minutes telling me I should have called you. Right. Right. Six months ago. Right. And, I, and it's crazy. Like I've, <laughs> I've been in that. I've been the the person that didn't connect. Like, you know, I had somebody there and I didn't connect. <laughs> I remember, I remember um, going to counseling with my wife and there's like a pastor, you know, wife and pastor. And uh, <laughs> and we sat down and it was like we was at a really rough space. <laughs> and and this, the pastor like, I'm going to make something clear. I've been available for this brother to call me. So I was there ready to do my job. <laughs> he never called me, you know, like, and I was like, and I told him, I was like, I was right. I just, I felt bad. Like, you know, when, when time passes, you feel like, oh, now you're going to call me, you know, like you start having the conversation in your head, you know, like how someone's going to respond. And I realized they were like, yo, but I was available. Just call me, you know, like, like you just, if they're open, they're available, just call you know, don't and like you said, don't let don't let the the twenty become five thousand. You know, call me. You know, in the midst of it. You know, call me. And and I and I think and people listening, like if you're connected to somebody, and they they said they're gonna be there nine times out of ten, they they there. They ready to just be a listening ear. They they're connected to you because either they see potential, or they they see that you might be headed the wrong way. That you know you need some somebody to kind of your barriers because either they know your circle like your circle ain't gonna help you <laughs> you need to call me 
so I can tell you the right things to do, <laughs> you know, not the emotional stuff, the, the logical stuff to do, you know, so you can mitigate it and, and, and stay out of trouble, you know. Because Most I, people I, get in trouble because they think they're by themselves. Yes. And, and my message to people is I, I may not even have the answer. Right. But I want to make sure you know you're not by yourself. Right. Even if I don't have the answer, you are not alone. We can work right. on this together. Yes. And that's the thing. Like most people think, you know, people make the mistake of thinking that because I can't fix your problem, that you're by yourself. Right. Just because right. I can't fix it doesn't mean it can't be fixed. Right. Right. And it doesn't mean I'm not willing to help, you know. Right. So I, I think that's what people have to recognize. Stop. You know, we, we put too much stock in people. Yeah. And then people fail us. And then we have a problem with people. Right. 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 Yeah. You know, your, your car shut off. I can't turn your car on, but I can help push it off the highway. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, you yeah. lift that hood. It's looking foreign just like it is to me. But I yeah. can at least get it off the highway. Then we can figure something out. You know, just call me. You know, like, and, and you know, that is, yeah, that is, that's the biggest thing. I think feeling alone. That's that's like the huge. That's the that's the biggest thing. Like nothing worse. One than of the greatest like investments I ever made was AAA. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. I get calls and be, "Hey, my car broke down. You know what? <laughs> I can't tow it, but I'm on my way. Right. And I will drive to where they are. Right. And call. have AAA come and show AAA my card. Yep. And act like it's my car. Yeah. You yep. know. Yeah. Like I, that's and that's what people have to realize. Right. You know, I may not be able to fix it, but I might know somebody, <laughs> you know. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I think. And, and we and it, it's crazy. Like it it took me a long time to realize that, like, why haven't I not stayed connected with people? Why am I doing this all by myself? You know, well, you were all alone. Weren't you an only child? I was. Well, no, I, I mean, my brother's 10 years older, but yeah, we were never connected. So yeah, yeah I, right, I, that's what I mean. Like you were kind of raised like an only child. Yeah. So that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. You know, uh, what doesn't make sense yeah. is when you've had nine brothers and sisters and you think you're by yourself. <laughs> right, right. right. You know, I mean, so see, like I, I would look at I could that makes sense to me because I'm used to it. You came up playing, like you know, right. That's you know what I mean? That's yeah. what I'm saying. And so you have to be able to ask questions like that. Yeah, right. You ain't any brothers and sisters? Oh, okay. Right. Now I see why you like being by yourself. Okay, <laughs> right, right. right. When right, I get yeah. to, but see, people get irritated with me because I ask questions like that. Like, ask me all of that. <laughs> I want to know who you are. Right, right. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And that's the other thing. If Definitely. you got people asking questions like that, not everybody's just being nosy. Some folks right. really want to know right. who you are. You know. Right. And I, and I, well, you know what I think. I mean, it 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 helps mitigate some of the issue. Well, you start talking like that's the problem. <laughs> I know you don't want to hear that part. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. this is why you're certain things. I'm like, ah, the six month cycle, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Why you're always going through the cycle? Always going through the cycle. Yeah, I think, and, and, and that's why we end up in trouble. You know, we talk right. about. You know, people ending up locked up or things yeah. like that. You know, you you end up in a situation like, a situation like that because you don't feel like you have any other way. Right. Yeah. Right. Most that of the right people there. that end up in prison are people who felt like there was no other option None. for them. Yep. You know, that's it. And yeah. you know, when you can't find any other option, man, it life can become very very dangerous for it you. Is. So. Uh, being available for people is critical. You know, having a, a, a community, a village is, is critical. Yeah. You know, people don't borrow sugar or eggs or right. milk from their neighbors anymore. Right. Right. You know? You're right. Oh, they might. I just haven't met them. Nah. Nah. Recently. <laughs> I just go without it. <laughs> I, just, I just had some, some bacon and toast. <laughs> no, I can't use your eggs. Those aren't range free. Right. <laughs> free range, look, free, free range. Like I can't even. It's so funny. I can't even imagine doing that. Like I'm out of sugar right now. I can't imagine going to the neighbor. Like, hey, uh, can I get a couple of scoops? <laughs> you hear it. You hear a, a 
<laughs> Loading a weapon with what? What? Sugar. Are you Sugar? kidding me? What are you smoking? <laughs> yep. Oh man. Listen, guys, I appreciate you rocking with us. I know we was kind of have a little fun today, but yeah, it's, it's you know, talking about the different stages, stages and phases. Can you use them eggs? They ain't happy, right? They ain't happy eggs, right? <laughs> oh, so appreciate you guys rocking and hanging with us. Thank you for being part of another edition or episode of the Brothers of Legacy. Uh, be sure to share. Sharing is caring. Let everybody know that the brothers are in the building, as well as join our text community. Text LWN to 84576. Um, don't forget tonight, we have Silent Simple Christian Ministries at 7 and the Sisters of Legacy at 8.30. Um, so we look forward to seeing you guys tonight. Um, I think that's all. All hearts and minds are clear. Um, we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. I got a guest on, a Coach TJ, and he's going to kind of talk about his work with kids and some of the things he's learned and uh, some, of the, some of the different stories and, and how he is impacting this community. <laughs> he said, where did the time go? <laughs> <laughs> oh let's see i'm oh he said i'm okay isolated an extra seven days suits me suits me right <laughs> three high probability of positive results all right we pray all is going to work out it's 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 already worked out appreciate you mama Corey. thank you so much for always supporting um we look forward to seeing you guys same time same channel as always be safe continue to wear the mask i know i know and know that we love you but uh, God loves you more. All right, we'll see you in the AM. It's been a long, a long time I've been but I know a change gon' change gon' I want to thank you for watching, learning, and growing with us, being a part of the change that is happening every single day. It's been a long